Hey guys, so this show has been a pretty cool opportunity to give some of my favorite characters a little breath of life, Cormac the Blue being the biggest cameo so far. I played Cormac in a long-running Rise of Tiamat campaign that we played a while back now. Realizing that he has such a nice little niche here in our narrative felt pretty good to me. Cormac's a cool guy. Anyways, if you want to jump right to the action, hit the 7 minute and 30 second mark. I'll talk to you guys soon. Previously on Knucklebones. Last time you heard our voices, we found our great heroes fighting in the arena of the Charybdis. That was the flew through the air on Hubba, her trusted flying broom, and was able to rescue Bjork and Biendi, or is it Mork and Mindy? Or Cork and Cindy? Anyway. They were old friends of Lysus. Meanwhile, Gaultier did Gaultier things, slashing his rapier, moving people around, and uh doing his best to convince the crowd that he was not the very obvious heel of this Charybdomania. Liza scrambled and climbed their way to safety even as the giant bloody mouth of the Charybdis threatened to swallow them whole. While the butts were there to do some light rescuing, they did receive some clutch help from a group of four gnomes who teleported them away from the arena to an unknown and presumably safer location. Do, do you want to do this part? Oh yeah. Bone Boys, Scalades, Osteo-Envies, Trans-Tally, Chitin Kids, and all the Cardalashinous folks in between. Welcome back to Knuckle Bones. Bones! Thank you Bones. so much, Adam. Thank you so much. Love, love, you can love, hit up our agent for payment. You can hit up our agent for payment. Just let us know uh, how you want to do that. Uh, I, I know you said it was going to be pretty spendy, but I think it was worth it. I think it was worth it. We got, we got, we got it, guys. But you're, you are, you are signing up for the Patreon, right, Adam? Right, Adam. Only at the first tier. You're like a, you're like a wildly successful, famous celebrity, though. Like, why wouldn't you just, just go all in, dude? Yeah, I mean, we're letting you on the show, like. We don't just let just, anybody on the show. You you got to say the best I mean, part it, of the it intro. Seems like we do though. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's great that this happened to be Adam Driver in like a third of a Kylo Ren cosplay, but yeah. he did just break and enter Max's apartment. Yeah, would you put your shirt on, please? For and the then we love were like, "Fuck it, put him on the pod." I mean, that's where we're at. So. <laughs> Okay, bye. Whatever. Bye, He's not going to subscribe. God, Literally every it. patron that we have is better than him. He just slapped me and threw me a 50 and said that should cover it. I don't... <laughs> oh. I don't... I don't know... Is the 50 for the Patreon or for the slap? <laughs> I, I... It's to be determined. I mean, honestly, I think it's up to you, bud. He also doesn't know how to get out of my apartment building. Like I, <laughs> he keeps pushing the door. It clearly is a pole yeah. door. I don't know. Yeah, it's, he's it's kind of embarrassed. I, I, yeah, I see him back there actually. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long he stays. You know, Max. It, it, now that he's walking away from the camera, you're right. The heart boxers are a little odd with the rest of the get up, but no, no, no. That's the butt plug, dude. He's got a heart butt plug that's just sticking out of his <laughs> out of his pants, dude. <sighs> Where's the line where this becomes defamation? 
if we get any attention from Adam Driver and or Disney and or Star Wars, I think we're doing okay. Okay, so first of all, then I I want to say, A, have no love, issues. Love Star Wars. Love Star Thank Wars. Thank you for Star Wars. B, have no issues with Adam Driver's nipples. Didn't find them worth remarking on or remembering. Did- Seems like they're just normal <laughs> human body parts. Do you, do you think that's going to be part of the lawsuit? Like- <laughs> I mean, listen, I feel like the things that we're slamming, you know. Random you guys... podcast sued for defamation over Adam Driver's nipple cover. I don't know. Max, Max not really hard on his nipples. From a and... fucking telegram? Was this Bolto? Like, Correct. Did it again. You get a news story, then you gotta save a bunch of kids with some medicine? Like, what are we fucking doing over here? Fuck. I'm all about Bolto. Phenomenal hey, story. You know Balto Ren. You're not wrong. Balto Ren. Balto Ren. Balto Imagine. Yeah, well, I was going to say, imagine the retelling okay, of Balto, but hold he's on. a Sith Lord. Max, no! Adopt, adopt hella dogs. Get them to bark in front of your microphone. Do that thing you just did. We have Balto Ren. I'm just saying. Yes. We can make this yes. up. Reality. I mean, I could, I could teach this, this chorus of dogs how to sing Duel of the Fates. Uh, and then uh, just go through the my life torturing the general public. Yeah. <laughs> if I send you a recording of my dog barking, can we just play it through that filter and just like have like legit dog 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 <laughs> Sith Lord? We could do that, right? No, I I don't know. Wait, find find a find a YouTube of some dogs barking and play it through your microphone. <laughs> I mean, you could do it, yeah, ghetto style by just playing it through a physical speaker into his microphone or you could stupid, just pretend but... to bark into your... i'm not gonna do that this but is... i taught you guys how to bark like a dog that is that is fully saved for the patreon that is patreon woof. content All right, yeah we don't right. give that up woof, for free woof arf arf woof, woof, arf, arf. bark wow, wow that is wow. a very very me, like on. articulated dog hold on let me let me guys give you guys a that dog. dog wears a monocle vow vow Vow, vow, vow. That's a German dog. Wow. Now let me let me hit you with this. Fuck. <clears throat> <laughs> now wait, hold on. Is that a duck or a frog? Because we don't know. That's the question. Is that through the Kylo filter? That's that's the spot right there. Is that from? Is that through the Kylo filter though? I don't I don't hear the Kylo. Damn. And this is this is uh, a dog as General Grievous. Red one, red one. Do you copy red one? Rogue leader, this is Rogue leader. Begin your assault on the trench. Sorry, that was a uh, an H and M There's too many of them. All right. So anyways, here we are. <clears throat> Paint me a well, word picture. Somebody uh, cue some music for me, please. No, not that one. Paint me like hey. one of your word yeah, girls. Okay. There we go. There we go. Paint like me this. like it's one of your one. word pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen of this hobbit home is small and crowded. The gnome in yellow, Klondike, he rushes through a small passage into what looks like a quaint living room with a big-ass coffee table. The one in red, Ulysses, he scuttles out a different way, leaving you guys in the kitchen 
with four gnomes still. And a new Kuotoa friend of Galtier's who's wearing like leathers and a small, short, bloody spear. You're all breathing hard, wiping dust and blood from your clothes. And while the fight's over, adrenaline is still like coursing through your guys' bodies. You're still stepping and staggering, trying to figure out this next move. And the gnome wearing the green cloak, Lumi, puts the kettle on the stove. <clears throat> Terribly sorry if that startled you, dear. It looks like you had it all under control, but the aftermath of interfering with the Charybdis is sure to be ugly. How sorry. ugly is it? <laughs> <clears throat> well, it looks like we've aided and abetted criminals now, and Astrobale may not be safe Hello. for us much longer. Now, I'm sorry. <laughs> you called us criminals. Well, now, now, are we the? Come are, are you calling us criminals? I, I mean, I, I'm good I, with it. I, I like being back on the other side of the law. <laughs> now, now, there's only well, one side of the law here. Okay. The good side? Well, unfortunately, you did... The righteous side. You, you, you did interfere with a Charybdis tournament, and that's... Well, that's not something that's going to be... Oh, you uh, say interfere, and I say succeed, my friend. I also say we liberated uh, a few people who should not have been corporally punished for the fact of maybe a mistake in their life. Well, none, none of them was punished like there was a corporal, but look at our shiny fish man here. He won! Yes, for what it's worth, I really appreciate you rescuing me. That was going to surely be a, well, quite a brutal fight if I had to stick around for it. This is much better for me. Liza oh. slits his throat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just think that'd be, I just think that'd be really funny to just be like, not you, not you. Just... Not, not- don't, don't call it a rescue there, friend. You fought your own self there. You took care of your own on the battlefield, and I appreciate you helping out. Yes, well, that's true, and I did find a very worthy ally to help me out of there, didn't I? I think my name was Jeremy, but I can't remember. I was hit in the head very hard. Are you serious? Well, what would you like your name to be? We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> Can I cast Lesser Restoration for this concussion to go away? <laughs> So while this kind of like side conversation is happening and everybody's chattering and kind of figuring out what's going on, Babitha has been just sitting very patiently, very quietly, very focused, uh, which is obviously very out of character for her. And I imagine that all this is kind of going on and maybe maybe Galtier, maybe Liza, one of you guys kind of starts to realize that Babitha is just kind of making sustained eye contact with the gnome in blue and as the as the conversation starts to die down a little bit and maybe you guys both just kind of look at her in that pregnant pause Cormac where the hell have you been for the past century you old so-and-so first of all I take a lot of issue with you calling me a criminal you know very well that that's not the case second of all well, introductions introductions you must meet my crew everybody Cormac just listen we go way back to them. Um, we, do, we go way back we go way back way back about a century it's uh listen long story short so we might have been married for a little while it's fine what? um 
It was a very brief stint. It was very brief. We were very young. It we were both in the academy. It was of the moment kind of thing that sort of just made sense in the moment, but not immediately following. And uh, There may have been long. some potions involved. Um, what happens in Madrigal is legally binding for the rest of your lives. <laughs> we all have to legally understand the ramifications of our choices. Well, thankfully... Is that uh, saying uh, different where you're from? Uh, thankfully, that's not how it works in Cliffshire Academy. It's uh, kind of its own little pocket dimension here. They've got their own rules. Um, Interesting. Listen, Cormac, thanks for helping us, I suppose. I'm not really clear where we're lying with this situation now. Uh, we did try to rescue some folks, and it sounds yes, well, like Well, it looks that's... as though you've been successful. We have... Well, it looks like three of them that were fighting in the arena are here with us. And we only came for two. So, you know, it was kind of a BOGO situation. <laughs> this, this is true. Well, as I've said, as I've stated... Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry? I just, I didn't want to get the hang up on the math, but BOGO stands for <laughs> buy one, get one. <laughs> I mean, buy one pair of twins, we get one... Fish? Half person, of a I... fish. We get one half of a person. Oh, now that seems oh, legally what? irresponsible. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Well, I just mean whoa. that the bottom. Liza just the turns to Jeremy and just cuts him <laughs> in half. <laughs> I do know how to debone a fish. <laughs> well, I would Christ. really appreciate it if you would just step away from me. Liza, you, you, you've never deboned anything in your life. <laughs> well, like God. I've said, uh, the government of Astrovale itself is not going to take kindly to you interfering in their in their Charybdis event, and it was just fortunate that I happened to be there. And the government of Astrovale will be fine with our actions. You see, I am an emissary from their Lord King. Watch, big buddy. The thing right. is, it's like Cormac will read it. This makes sense to me, except for one thing. And he's like stroking his long, like, he's got like a handlebar uh, mustache that like drops down to like mid stomach, like this long ass gray mus- Look, mustache. Look, I know, beard. I know this is an audio medium, but I just want the listeners to know that Nick's <laughs> pantomime for long handlebar mustache was milking udders. <laughs> You yeah. did like a horrible mustache milking hand motion that will give me nightmares. Those are not handlebars at that point. They're just like reins. He has reins coming <laughs> off of his about, mouth. That sounds about right. All four of these, all, all four of these that you've seen, the, the red, blue, yellow, and green. Um, what are those things called when you work out by just like whipping ropes around? <laughs> that's what you just, oh. you just insinuated. His mustache is a thing you could work out with from 40 yards away. Yeah. Well, all four of these gnomes that you've just met, uh, Lumi, Ulysses, Cormac, and uh, Klondike, they all have like these matching kind of like long beard mustache combinations and like flowing gray hair. Um, I'm sorry, is that their, like, third caps. one's name Nomi? Lumi. 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 Oh, thank God. I thought you named Gnome Nomi, and I was like, dang, we, got, like, we could take a Paul, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they all kind of like look similar aside from their aside from the colors of their of their robes and hoods. And uh, like I said before, Cormac's hat has these like sort of stitchings of eyeballs and embroideries of like various shapes of eyes and shit on it and uh, on his hat so, and robe. Yeah, they're probably from Miami. 
not sure how you want to address that as a serious situation, but, well, a lot of people saw your faces. Well, yeah, and that one... Liza immediately goes uh, and changes into the king and goes, (laughs) are are you sure? (laughs) Oh, that is a fascinating trick. Can you do it again? Okay. Changes immediately back into Liza and is just like, no, I not am not your fucking monkey. He's licking my butthole. They're not here for your amusement, okay? Oh, no, I meant... You, I apologize, you seem, I meant... You seem perturbed about the legality of a thing that obviously I am sanctioned to do. So why don't you take your misgivings and redirect them elsewhere? What do no, you I, know? I meant, I meant no offense. I'm simply fascinated. That, that, incredible ability. That's fair enough. I've made a lot of money off of the fascination of little perverts like yourself. So, <laughs> what do you know of the Martin well, of Umbros? Martin of Umbros? I just assume... As soon as the name drops, hmm. Galtier is trying so hard to read the room. Hmm. I have to think about this for a second. What would Cormac know of Martin of Umbros? I really... I'm really annoyed with the fact that that is my first my first move on such a consistent occasion oh, is the is the last thing that you think of, and it really, I really wish we were on the same page. And I'm not like <laughs> no, criticizing no, no, no. you for it. It's more, I wish I could tap into your brain better. Yeah, no, no. I think like, but also that's like super pertinent information. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great question. So, uh, Liza, what what's what is your bonus to insight? The bonus is Cinco. Okay. Well, that's not a name I've heard in in a long time. No, I'm just kidding. That was supposed to be Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi joke. Hello there. <laughs> I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> of course I know him. He's me. And then he draws his claws and slashes. That's him. not a name I've heard in quite a time. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Yeah, you ask him and he's like, turning around in the kitchen. Camomile still, dear? And he's, he's like looking at Babitha, pulling down teas oh. from the cabinets, and he says, Martin of Umbros, Martin of Umbros. Ah, well, I can't rightfully say that's a name that I'm terribly familiar with. But Umbros, hmm. perhaps you've heard of that, my dear? Well, it sounds like not a great place, to be quite honest with you. It sounds like things have kind of, I don't know how you would say it eloquently, went to shit. Helen Handbasket, as it were. Sounds like lots of, uh... I don't know, did you guys get the vibes that there was just, like, a lot of monsters there? Or... (laughs) Anyway, so they're trying to come to here. Not great. It's connected to the echoes. Yeah, not loving it. Um, But also he wants us to put some rocks in a volcano, and that sounds very, like... Oh, this was the message from uh, Krejcna. Yeah. I caught the message. Yeah. Right, the the monsters, the Kruthik and the the echoes, they they came from, oh, from Umbros. Well, I've... We don't know. Umbros, but now, now we have some reason to believe that this uh, Martin is a, a title, perhaps the, the leader of this place, Umbros. <laughs> Liza turns into the Martin and just goes, I'm kind of a dick, too. And then turns back into Liza. Roll a perception check. 
Seventeen. <sighs> what a you're you're good at this game sometimes, Max. Seventeen. When you transform into the Martin of Umbros for this a, a flickering instant, something that is so fast that if you weren't staring right at Cormac the Blue, you wouldn't see it. You see like abject fear on his face and it's just a flicker it's a it's a terror and then you can tell that he is putting on a face can i also roll a check to see if babitha noticed that yes because she was definitely staring at him man there's a lot of people in this room right now and everybody's like getting tea and drinking and there's they're handing out breads and foods and some of the gnomes you know that two of the gnomes are off like packing their stuff because they're getting ready to bail from astro <laughs> Aster Bale? Aster Bale, baby. Uh, and the impression uh, on this note that you're getting is like, they also got seen uh, interfering in the Charybdis and they have no interest in hanging out to see how that pans out. Mm. Would I... Do you want perception or would insight work? I ask because I'm better at insight. Yeah, I think you could do either because you know Cormac. Okay. That... <laughs> Oh, wait, that's a 14? Yeah, you can tell that there's there's I mean, I know him, maybe I get advantage. Maybe uh, not, though. There's like a... um, You can tell there's a a very minute shift in his tone. Like, you can tell that he's, like, flat-footed for a second after Mm. after this transformation happens. Oh! Oh! Oh, no. Okay. Oh, what? Lysa, uh, brains, uh... Real quick, is Cormac one of the members of the Coven? Yes. And are these other four part of the Coven, or other three? Presumably, yes. Oh, okay, cool. They, they so work we, together. So we've got these four, Babitha, myself, Kriechna, and then there's one more, correct? In the Coven? Yeah, oh, that, that we have spoken of and uh, met with correct? We've spoken about Maud Graham, the in, who's in charge. We also know that Gaultier's sister, Margot, is uh, okay. in the coven. So we have uh, nine that we have accounted for in the show thus far. Mm, there's probably more than that. There was the two also on your way to Crescia Dome. And the ones we found we two. There was two that two were dead. dead. Yeah. Um, okay. And there were originally twelve. What are you? What are you driving at? Is I feel like I can answer a question if you ask it. Is this Martin a person who may have been driven out of the coven in the past? I think it's safe for me to tell you that that is not the case. And Babitha would know that. Yeah, the coven. The coven is like it's the coven pretty is, big. It's like, the network of all magic users. Yeah, it's not effectively. Just, it's not just. Oh, okay. I thought that's why I, that's it was why I was asking you if you were trying to like account for all. Like of them you and, and like, I, no. like Liza and Babitha, are part. Like you know, there's like smaller subsects, right? Of yeah. like twelve okay. per each coven, right? But like gotcha. the cauldron, you know, the capital C coven, uh, is like all yeah. magic users. Yeah, A, C, and C is like the uh, is yeah. the Microsoft Office of uh, 
I was gonna say that ACNC is like the ACLU, and then you have <laughs> individual ACLU of Oregon, ACLU yeah, yeah. of Alaska, like stuff yeah. like that. I mean, right. I think ACNC is most like a the telecommunications <laughs> which we named it well, yeah, but it's a communications network, not well, yeah. That. But it was. I thought oh, it was I, a communications I, I, network. That's just a. That's just a dumb joke. Kind of, yeah. You don't have to justify. <laughs> Babitha and Liza, you guys see this like look in on him as as Liza transforms into the Martin, and then he's like right back to it, and he's and he's back talking a hundred miles an hour, grabbing the tea and talking to um, Lumi. Um, so Lumi's making the tea in there. <laughs> They're making tea and, and chatting with each other, and uh, and and he sets some tea down in front of you guys. And well, like I've said, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Martin of Umbros, but the figure that you've put in front of me strangely does bear an awkward resemblance to somebody I heard of as a younger man, a very much younger man, mind you. <laughs> What is that intonation supposed to tell me? Oh, nothing. Don't read too far into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, some of my older traveling companions, some people that I was uh, very close with for a long time, great friends of mine. And, well, like I said, he bears a striking resemblance to somebody that they had traveled with. Nobody that I met personally, but uh, a younger man of some great renown to them. Now, I don't, I don't want to get too far into it because, like I said, I didn't actually meet him myself, so I could be a little bit off base here, but from what I can recall of this young man... Oh, how did it go? How did it go? It was something along the lines of a... Something along the lines of a monastery out, out at sea? He, he escaped from this monastery for some reason they were treating him poorly and he didn't appreciate it and so he found his way to the mainland where he sought out his mother and well I don't know if he found her or not hmm. but anyways it seems like he was treated poorly and well he just wanted to make a better life for himself and if my friends which they are my great friends if they are to be believed then he was a good man he was a good child with a good heart Sure, 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 sure. Don't, 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 that. Very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's a scary boy. Yes, yes. You're saying, you're saying you are on the, the wrong side, on his bad side. I feel well, like we were on, hmm. I think we're a little bit neutral at the moment, darling. He, Listen, he seems really insistent that we're uh, we are supposed to help him and kind of do his bidding. Um, it, it also you know, seems as if we don't uh, perform those duties that the whole of our planet and dimension will be on his quote-unquote bad side. <gasps> Adrostos, they called him. That was his name. Adrostos. It'll just be his name. Uh, does that name... Does that name mean anything to us? Like, is this a, a you know, like a legendary figure or someone we've heard of or anything like that? Uh, I don't think so. Um, it, it, Adrostos is, the Cancerous. I don't know. Ominous meaning. Not a game. Not a name I would have given a young man. Some sort of dark destiny that one must have. 
which if it is the same person would kind of um, align with what we've experienced so far. So would you say once he gets his claws in you, it's hard to get away? <laughs> Perhaps I would say that. That is quite good, life. That was quite good. Quite good. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm fine. I would warn you, if this is the same young man, he is quite an adept, inept, what's the word? I forget. Definitely adept. Inept is the opposite of adept. <laughs> we we, we don't they, know what you're about they, to say. Why are they so similar? <laughs> he is quite an adept spellcaster, and I would be very weary of facing off against him. We. And I'm a ninth level spellcaster. You are? I mean... Could you teach me lesser restoration, please? I do believe that's a cleric spell. I don't think that you... Wait. Do you have some form of connection to a god? Um, does myself count? In this case, oh. absolutely not. Uh. I, 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 um... Uh... I, 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 so, darling, I, I have a recent, um... I'm in fairly recent. I'm in really recent um, update. So, uh, obviously, my artificery will always be where my heart and soul lives. Um, oh, oh, my goodness. Did you see Hubbub? Oh, that was this was Hubbub? Uh, it was. It still is. Hubbub the hurry broom, as it were. That's great. Oh, Hubbub, great. Hubbub was... Well, I don't recall Hubbub being a broom the last time I saw them. Oh, well, they, they Hello. weren't. Hello, Hubbub. It was a little dustpan. It wasn't a full broom. It was just a dustpan. It's like a little brush. <laughs> like a paintbrush. <laughs> anyway, darling. Uh, so I've come across this. Um, well, Blep actually came. Oh, oh so sorry. Blep, Cormac. You've obviously know who Cormac is. Told you about him. Uh, Cormac, this is Blep, my protege, uh, my best friend, my roommate, and my sidekick. Ah, oh, pleasure to meet you. He puts out Blep. both of his hands. Uh, Blep has his little fingery gloves on, so he like daintily takes and shakes his hands with his fingers, so he doesn't <laughs> get him sick. Oh, thank you. Uh, anyway, darling, we were um, we were in um, we were in this kind of weird establishment called the Romp House that kind of that maybe got destroyed, but maybe not. It's all really unclear. A lot of weird things happened, and I was on a lot of potions at the time. Anyway, Bleb found this book, um, and it seems to inhabit uh, some sort of um, fey folk, some sort of, um, you know, malaligned mm-hmm. bone fairy who seems... Uh, particularly fond of jawbones, but uh, apparently we've become bound to each other. Now I've got some more powers, so that's pretty cool. But I do, <laughs> if you've got any like random jawbones, you know, and you're like specimen, you know, and you were like, like the wet labs or anything, like. Um... Liza just really conspicuously eyes Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> just. I think I know what you're driving at, Liza. Don't do it. I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't. And again, if you would step back, I would feel much more secure in my position. I'm literally in the corner. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the room from you. Perhaps you should leave the room. 
Okay. Liza leaves the room. <laughs> can I do a stealth check to see Who if I can sneak? Can I sneak in? Can I see if I can do a stealth check to see if I can sneak into the room? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Walk, walking out defiantly and sneaking immediately back in is like the most Liza shit I've yes, ever heard. Fully. That is a 25. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, you can stealth back in in whatever fashion you would like. I am going to get on my hands and knees behind Jeremy and indicate to Blep to tabletop him. Fucking <laughs> 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 got him. Blep, your action? But uh, this doesn't have to be immediately. This can yeah. happen after the conversation. I will just sit there for the next five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a 25, I bet you would. <laughs> what is the important thing that's happening now? <laughs> we were, I was asking no, about The important Jabba's. thing that's happening is that Homeboy about to get wrecked. <laughs> Homeboy's about to get a real concussion. Uh, Ulysses, bring in the jawbones. What do you mean? What do you mean the jawbones? You heard me bring in the jawbones. Well, Matt, we don't have any jawbones. Why would we have jawbones here? Oh well, I thought it was worth a try, anyways. I appreciate your effort. You know, never, never hurts to ask. Wish I could be so, your I really do, <sighs> truly and honestly. I believe that, Cormac. I really do. Hmm. So anyway. Look, I'm really glad that you, like, rescued us from what you perceived to be, like, legal danger because that sucks and I definitely, like, just defo don't have time to be locked away. But I was, uh, Cormac, I was supposed to go on an airship tomorrow and I'm a little bit concerned I'm going to miss that and I would, that would be, like, a real bummer. So, oh dear, this seems like something that you would be so excited about. Yeah, yeah. I I've really seen the airship. Am. I've not been on it, but I have seen it. Yeah, mm. yeah. So maybe if like you could just get us. She are you? Died. Are you trying to ask me to take you to the airship? Well, we could probably, you know, stay here tonight, but then you could just, if we could go directly to the airship and, you know. Mm-hmm. Appropriate. This would give me time to regenerate my spell slots as well. I like this plan. First thing in the morning, we can drop you off at the airship. How does that sound? That would just be lovely, darling. We can sort of bypass town guards and all of the security and everybody that's looking for you, but... Perfect. I do fear your situation once you are aboard the airship, though. How will they treat you? Perhaps they won't know that you're wanted fugitives. Perhaps. They want to fuck me so hard. We're fine. And oh. also me. We all want to be fucked, except for this guy. And hey, I'm bro. saying this I'm hey, saying man. this from from under <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's like, what the fuck? Hey, what the fuck there, bud? You really oh, snuck up on me. You're really fucking with my nonsense there, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to vibe. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot to mention a bit earlier. I, I sort of alluded to it a little bit. Um, Gaultier de Jumeau. Interesting, interesting. You know, we actually spoke with Margot herself. 
Well, no, I did not know that, but it does not surprise me. I wasn't sure that, well, I wasn't aware that I was going to meet you, but I was aware that you were going to be in the area, and fortunately, your sister gave us the heads up, and well, if it wasn't for her, perhaps we wouldn't have known to be watching for you, and we wouldn't have been able to rescue you, and you would be laying in a jail cell somewhere right now. But I digress. Now, again, there would not have been a jail cell involved because... <laughs> For, for the third time now. We are emissaries of the king himself. And we right. have both a legal right me. and obligation to be here and conduct our business. Yes, right. Thank you for bringing me back to my point, in fact. I urge you to use caution when you speak like that. You see, while we do respect... I should say they. I am not Astrovalian. While they respect... We've, I'm sorry, we've been here for a while... While they respect the king, blithe and magical and all of that, you should keep in mind that this is a different kingdom, you see. And I urge you to respect that the crown's authority is above that of your hoodoo. Oh, yes, of course, absolutely. You would be well to remember whom you address and how. Galtier, would you kindly not speak to my former husband in that tone? Remember, if I had to make an exception for every one of your former husbands, my life would be only <laughs> exceptions. And that would probably be delightful, my darling. I, I <laughs> don't know if magic or loose around. Now, now, Mr. Deschamel, I mean do, no disrespect. I simply urge caution. It's not me you have to be concerned about. While well, I respect you and I acknowledge your position is above mine. Well, now it does seem that I have to be concerned about you there, friend. Because you've taken that? a lot of opportunities to point out how we are so grateful to have you around. And what I see is that you have brought us here on a battle that we were obviously winning. Yes, you're welcome. Tried to bore us to death with <laughs> some sort of interrogation tactic that involves spinning yarns about your life story that no one cares about. He also seems really sensitive about his sister. So he puts both of his hands on the anymore. on the table and his chin in his in his hands. I don't understand why you're being so paranoid. I'm an ally. You mentioned his sister, darling, and he doesn't. A listen. lovely woman. He's really, he's really. This one's a little bit, um, a little bit. Uh, he gets a little bit green at the sight of magic, um, probably just because his complete ineptitude with oh. it, um, and so it makes him all a little uncomfortable. He's come a long way with Liza and You Black have and confused I. ineptitude with morality. Mm, I will let it slide yes. once again. And you should really watch your tongue, Jeremy. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy just Jeremy, you, elbow you, drop from the corner. You, <laughs> you startle Jeremy and he staggers backwards to try to find you. Doesn't see you and trips over you. I'm going to do a deck save to try and catch him just to fuck with his head. Flight of hand check. I failed. <laughs> yeah, he just he falls and clunks to the ground. Yeah, I did bad. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Jeremy. Yeah, so that's the thing. Real not crazy about magic. However, Goldiel, I will remind you that your compatriots here have saved your hide on more than one occasion with our hoodoo and our immorality, as it were. So please be respectful of our host. Uh, at the very least, you can tend to your, 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 your tenants, as it were. And uh, we shall uh, we shall accept your hospitality, Cormac. Mm -hmm. Stay here for the evening. 
Is that is that your cauldron? Do you need to take that down? You feel this vibration coming from your back, Abatha. <gasps> oh! And oh! at the same time, like in the air, up next to Cormac and Lumi, who are both still in the room, you see this like pulsating red, like. It appears we've got a call, darling. Can we take it on yours? The screen's bigger. I mean, the surface <laughs> of the water is bigger. Your scrying um, vessel is larger. <laughs> Cor- <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, yeah, how does he do this? Cormac grabs the the kettle and a, a pot out of one of the cupboards and pours the water into the kettle. And uh, this this pulsating like, and it's like he like pushes this light, like uh, like magically moves this light in the air over in front of the kettle, and then he like drops it down into the kettle, and. As soon as it hits into the kettle, you see like the shape of this old, ragged man, a human man who's got just like sagging, uh, sagging old face, gray, like balding, but he still has like the gray hair around the outside. Um, and you hear this, <laughs> you've caught this guy, you've caught this in like mid transmission and uh, you hear like Cormac is like shouting over to Lumi and he's Lumi, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. We have to hear this. And you hear this guy and he's gesturing just wildly. Like he's like made out of water, like a 3D hologram made out of water on the surface. And you see him like gesturing wildly. He's wearing these like robes and cloaks. And you just, you can hear him as Lumi turns it up. I repeat, it's not safe. The rain is cursed. The Echo Cloud is affecting citizens in horrifying ways. The people aren't people any longer. The thrall of the cloud has changed them. It has breached their minds. They stand at the castle gates and gaze perpetually to the skies above in trance. <sighs> apologies, apologies. Network, I will continue my report in person. Covens of Madrigal, Covens of Astravale, Covens of Delane, and those even of Silver Keep if you are tuned in. Do not enter Delane until we have convened. I intend to be present at the kettle tomorrow at sunset. Please be there in person, or at least scry in. See you tomorrow at sunset. Oh dear. Well, that sounds like maybe I won't be going up in that airship after all, Cormac. Is there service? <laughs> well, this is they a good can... point. He did say that you could scry in. Yeah, we could scry oh, in. That's true. Or we could scry in, I suppose. I think yeah, it's valuable to do both. Porque no los dos. Yes, I can. See? Look. The, the luck are happy to represent you if you if you feel that your mission needs you to to maintain a course here and 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 take a trip on the airship we'll be happy to to represent you and yours at the at... Hmm. well <clears throat> Cormac this sounds, this sounds dreadful this sounds terrible so here's the thing Cormac so we hmm. we need to get on the airship not just because it's cool as fuck because obviously it is and that obviously is really important to me we are uh as advised by the king and by the martin uh, i'm not really sure why he thinks he gave us instructions we didn't already have well i guess the volcano bit was new anyway um we're traveling to the maelstrom oh dear 
Yeah, so I don't what? know if. Yeah, um. Um. So we're going to the maelstrom. You know that uh, horrific. Doesn't seem like such a great idea. Yeah, you know the place where like no one can get in or out. You know, it's kind of like a big scary storm system. But I'm just curious. Really if you can't get in or out, how are you going to get in <laughs> or out? Well, well, not to be fair, we are we're going on an observation course with the airship. Sure, 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 sure. But we're we are. Not, this makes sense. We aren't necessarily sailing in. Well, we do need to acquire the shard, and the shard has theoretically entered the maelstrom. So if the shard can enter the maelstrom, perhaps we can enter the maelstrom. I'm not really clear what's going on exactly, but one way or another we got to get that rock. And I'm a little bit concerned, obviously, about the maelstrom. It's kind of, mm, how do you want to say, um, terrifying? Uh, but... If there's anything that you can, any information that you have, any kind of um, advisories that you can give, I mean, other than the obvious, don't go because that's not really an option. Well, I would, I would check with the observatory first. Oh well, we definitely is very well known. Yeah, we talked to that fucker. We definitely did that. Oh, that doesn't that. sound as though it's gone quite well. Well, he's kind of a. Listen, I don't want to. Um, but uh, I mean, listen, the is great. I don't know if you've actually spent much time there, but it's be absolutely stunning. Um, but I do have a spyglass on the ship that can like see shit. So that I'm afraid I don't have anything that I can truly help you with. Perhaps I can help you supply up with some sort of uh, some sort of magical assistance that I can take you to the airship. But obviously, tomorrow morning, as soon as we drop you off with the airship, we are traveling back to the kettle. Oh, natural, natural. But do you, I mean? Do it. <clears throat> I mean, are there, there any potions perhaps you've got? Any um, any spares? Any spare wands? Um, with a few extra, he, you know. He opens up his cloak. He opens up his cloak, and he's got like six wands on it. Yes, 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 yes. I knew, I knew that you would have quite a few. Is there any that um? Thank you. That you're willing to part with, or? I like this. Um. I would actually really like to make a couple random rolls on some tables and get you guys yeah. some cool items. How's that sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into that. I just don't know when we're going to get to another Magic Marty, so. That guy is still around. Ah, he's still everywhere you go. Roll. I will have each of you roll a D100. We'll start with Babitha, since she asked. Lady first. Uh, 69, 69, 69. It's a fucking 69. Nuh-uh. Yes, huh? Come fucking look. It's 69. That's hot. <laughs> that, that sounds like... That's the best possible roll, so you better give me something real good. And I mean in-game, to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to specify that, you know. You have to at least give something nice. Noise. Yeah, I need to get something. Noise, noise, noise. Noise, noise, noise. Okay, with a 69, what I want to do is I'm going to give you advantage on 
Okay, so first of all, I want you to roll 1d4. Okay, so I want you to roll another d100. Nice, 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 nice. Nine, 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 nine. What the fuck? I rolled another 69. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. I rolled a 99. <laughs> I rolled a 99. Holy shit. I was like, there's wow. no fucking way. I rolled a 99. Okay, and roll one more time. 99. That is a 54. So I want you to look up two items. Look up the Tome of Leadership and Influence. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Yes. And I want you to look up the Wand of the War Mage. What? Yeah, that sounds really dope. Okay, the okay. Tome of Leadership and Influence is like crazy. Okay, Tome of Leadership and Influence is a magical book that increases the user's charisma attribute by two points after spending 48 hours reading it within a time period of six days. What is Babitha's charisma? She's at a 12, so two points would get me, bump me up. So that's cool. The other item that you're looking at is the Wand of the War Mage plus three. So while holding this wand, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls plus three, basically is what it is. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, and that's that comes straight off of his off of his plus cloak. Three? Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty good. Fucking incredible. I'm gonna get like the cloak of billowing again. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh no! Great, you have... The greatest item in Dungeons and Dragons, you mean? <laughs> um, let's go, Eliza. Uh, if you want to roll a D one hundred. Forty-eight. Roll one D four. Ooh, four. Wow. Okay. B B B B B B B B B. So roll me D one hundred. Fifty. Two. Ooh, very helpful. Potion of water breathing. Mmm. Interesting. Um, so you're going to get four items off of this table for rolling your d4. Oh, fuck. You guys are going to get some serious help from Luck. Okay. I know you guys don't know who they are yet, but they're Luck. Lumi, Ulysses, Cormac, and Klondike. That's cute. That's cute. Uh, so do I roll three more times? Yep. That is 80... 88. Goggles of night. <laughs> you just got oh night vision goggles. Great. <laughs> uh, uh, keep it going. Just... Yeah, make sure you write this down too. Uh, I hope this 90... isn't too much shit, but. 91. Lantern of revealing. I don't know that one. Invisible creatures and objects are visible as long as they're in the lantern's bright light. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Give me one more. 57. Okay, that's a random second level scroll. I'm going to give you a spell that you can use. Uh, I better remember what it's called. It's one of the main healing spells. It's the big, bad, powerful healing spell. Oh, Prayer of Healing? Prayer of Healing. Wow. So you'll get a scroll of that that I'll allow you to use. Think of it more like a... Maybe it's like a like a potion or something. It's not really something that you can cast, I don't think. But you're getting some super special help from Cormac here. I thought I thought scrolls, as long as you were a spell caster, you could use them. 
right? I think they still have to technically be on your list, though. No, or am no, I thinking no, no, they 3. don't. Scroll, scrolls are a one use, but if you are a wizard and some other random subclasses, you can uh, also transcribe them into the spell book and then have okay. them indefinitely. But what you do is like you have, you have to choose between those. You can either yeah. use it once or copy it, which destroys it. In Liza's case, you're gonna have to just have it as a single use item unless yeah. you get a spell book somewhere. Yeah, but. I think as that's a bard, only a wizard. I think that's only a wizard that can have a spellbook. Yeah, there's there's some other there's like feats and some other bullshit because like as a warlock, oh, I had a spellbook. Yeah, that's but, right. But yeah, it is generally just wizard. Okay, give me one more roll. I think. No, that's four. Okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. That that prayer of healing will be all of those will be really helpful. Yeah. Um. Okay, Galtier, D100. Uh, I rolled a forty-six. Forty-six. Give me one four. That's uh, also a four. Damn, you guys are rolling on the same table though, so it's similar, similar leveled stuff. So go ahead and uh, and roll. Give me four good numbers off that bad boy. Uh, D one hundred. Yep. Uh, thirteen. Write this down. It's a potion of greater healing. That's Ooh, pretty helpful. Okay. Good things to have on hand. All right. Next one. Uh, fifty three. 53. Oh, nice. Another potion of water breathing. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Well. I I mean, all right. I mean, having more than one is always more valuable than having one. Oh, for sure. Where it's like, hey, we're all going to drown, but you, you're going to make it. But you're going to be all right. Nick's going to make us do an underwater level now. For sure. Very similar. 51. Uh, Give me a reroll. I don't want you to have this many potions of water breathing. Yes, I just have all of these potions of water breathing for no uh, reason. That's that's an eighty-two. Uh, okay. Ooh, I hate it. A scroll of wish spell. Let's play filter of love. Oh, I'm still bitter that I never got to use my goddamn <laughs> filter of love, you motherfucker. He wanted to try to it's charm been, Strahd. It's been two years. <laughs> Strahd von Zarovich you wanted to fall in love with. Roll one more time. I was going to have that dude in the palm of my hand. Uh, once again, I have rolled pretty similarly. That's an 87. Um, Drift Globe. Oh. What's that? A small sphere of glass. Thick glass weighing one pound. If you're within 60 feet of it, you can speak its command word and cause it to emanate light or the daylight spell. Ooh. Oh, wow. Once used, the daylight can't be used again until the next dawn. There's a couple of other little minor things you can do, but that's the big one. Man, fuck a vampire. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You can yeah, that was my with plan with then. the filter of love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Babitha, I forgot. You rolled a 69, so I was going to let you... You can roll me a d100 again. Two of them. That is an eight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a 13. Hold on, I gotta look at one thing real quick before I tell you what it is and, and <laughs> okay. break your world when I tell you you can't have it. Oh, no. <laughs> Man. I think, I, I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna do it. Okay, so. With a 13, and this is fucking primo. Carpet of flying, which is something Fuck. that Cormac 100% would have. Yep. Uh, Fuck, that's amazing. 
And the other one that I'm really nervous about giving you, but I'm definitely going to because I love it. I love it. I love it. Amulet of Planes. Oh, that has like three plane shift spells on it, right? Or charges. On a successful check. So you have to make a check. I don't feel like it doesn't specify a use, a limiting use of it. Just says I have to be familiar with on another plane of existence. Which is really interesting because you're going into, like you can look into the other plane now. So you can have one of those two items. Um, I think I want the amulet. Yeah, I feel like you would be very foolish to not I, take that given right. the, the narrative here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, even if nothing else, like if I, I, is, is Cliffshire Academy actually if, like its own like pocket dimension? Like would it count as a plane? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it would. You know? Like, yeah. so, you know, there's that. You, I know you're not familiar with it, but, like, you've seen Umbrose through a telescope. Like, there's no mm, saying right. that that's not a familiar place to you if you've seen it. And with that, yeah. in, I think that right here, we call it a night. We say Woo! thank you for listening to Knuckle Bones, and we'll see what happens next time. Cue the music and all that. Thank you. out. Okay, so when I when it comes to um, attacks of opportunity, uh, how does my blaster affect that in terms of range for five feet of movement?